Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's a little healthy adversity for sure. Like nothing's easy and it shouldn't be easy. And, you know, I think to expect to be in the NHL forever without going through setbacks is unrealistic. And I don't think that would be best for me, honestly. I think this is a little kick in the butt that, that's going to push me to become my best self. There is goaltender Devin Levi on his way. or He's actually in Rochester now. Or he's with, or on a road trip with them. Hey, he's on a road trip now because I think I think actually the team posted pictures of like him getting on the bus or getting mm-hmm. off it or whatever. Um, I will tell you, Josh, I was very nervous about like I don't want to say how he react, but just the the entire off season. Once we kind of realized, okay, they're not trading for a goalie. Okay, they're not signing a goal. Okay, so it's going to be Devin Levi, Ukubeka Lukanen, and Eric Comrie. Yeah, you know, I was I was always very nervous, like. Okay, well, what if he is a 21-year-old rookie and he doesn't hit the ground running? Like, how like how does he does he personally handle that? We're both not 21 anymore, but we were. I can tell you right now, I was not the most mature person I'm ever going to be. But, well, okay, wait a minute. Cause, <laughs> so, Levi was recently on Spittin' Chicklets with Barstool. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I like listening to them. They're pretty you good. You just mentioned that before we got back. I yeah. didn't even realize it was a thing. So, he seems, like, pretty mature for his age. Mm-hmm. Like just listening to him on that show, he seemed, he seems like a pretty mature kid for his age. But yeah. at the same time, it's the NHL. He even he even made a joke. He he talked about the the Calgary game, right where you know he lets up. I think it was five. Yep. And he made a joke that his girlfriend texted him after the game saying, "Don't worry, there's 78 more games to go." And oh, good Lord. even he was kind of like, "Wow." You're right. Well, and, and it's been like, a, and it's been a big topic of discussion too. Of like in college, he didn't play this many games in a season. He right. certainly didn't play this many games in a week. And that's why that's why college is so much different than like the OHL or WHL. Mm-hmm. Like that's why it's so it takes so much longer for college players to ramp up to the NHL level because they're playing so many less games. Yeah. So, excuse me. The, I I think that overall this is going to be great for him, especially because of how he reacted. I mean, even we, Don- we, we just heard that clip yeah. too of him. I mean, he's he's and and it's just a soundbite, but I, I've seen it on Twitter uh, as well. The video of him, he's smiling the entire yeah, time. Right. He seems genuinely excited. He doesn't. It's not like a yeah, I'm excited. And, uh, whoa, cool, G- given, given the normal rundown right. of I'm happy to be here. This no, team's really was, talented. It was hey, I realized that I need this, and it's going to be great. And and honestly, I think that's kind of what that conversation was like between him, Kevin Adams, Don Granado, and Mike Bales. They had they said they had a meeting with him before yep. they like when they told him he was going down and they 
said it was very positive and he asked a lot of questions and that's the best case scenario. It's oh, absolutely. Honestly, you want I I, I want to hear that more from other about other prospects. I'm just, like, I, that's you know, just I'm I'm excited for him because now I I think it's great for the Sabers because UPL we we just spent basically the last half of that segment uh, before our first break talking about how great he's looked and how radically different he looks this season compared to last season. Right? I mean, he's down a full goal against compared to last year, and, and that could. Change. I'm not saying the season is done. He has yeah. played nine games compared to what 32 last year. His record year? though is wrong. six three and one or six and three. Yep. He, so he, he's he's winning games. I think he actually won games last year too. I think he was like 17 and 11 or something like that. Yeah. But so his his numbers are looking much better. He seems to be in a much better position. He seems quicker. It, it, it seems like he's figured it out. I will tell you, I forget often when when talking about UPL. He was a rookie last year. He'd had spot moments in the NHL, mm-hmm. but that was his rookie season last year. Well, and also you can look back at UPL's history and where he's played. So obviously he played for, he, he played for Rochester, mm-hmm. but during that stint, he was up and down through the ECHL with Cincinnati. A yes. Lot because at the time, Cincinnati was the Sabres affiliate. Now it's Jacksonville. Um, Jacksonville, the Icemen, their jerseys. It's fantastic. Anyway, um, but in those stints where he was going up and down between those two leagues— he had issues adjusting. I think it was the speed of the play because it Could always be. looked like he was too quick for the ECHL level or even sometimes at the AHL level. If it was a cross-crease pass and he's getting over to stop a one-timer, he's over there like three seconds too early. That was a, that was a big thing me and you talked about a lot during the offseason too of just like, I, I, and, and for me why I kind of gave up on him was that he never had good stats in the AHL. Right. And that might, and like kind of the point you're bringing up, like that might have been it. It's just he was, he needed to kind of almost adjust to the speed of the game and then he could play there. But then it was like, ah, but now he's got to adjust to the a, to the NHL style of the game. Right. It was almost like he was bouncing around too much and he, like once he would finally get settled and finally get adjusted and then it's, oh, hey, you're getting called up. Oh, cool. Now I have to readjust to the NHL level. Mm-hmm. And then by the time he's adjusted to that, he's going back down. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just been a constant, I think. Up and down has been, you know, not great for him. Like he needs to just stay in one area for a while and see how he does. Because I think so. and, and now we're seeing it. Like now he's just you're an NHL goalie. Mm-hmm. This like this, this this is the speed of the game. It's going to be this is how it's going to be every night. You're an NHL goalie, and you're you're seeing. I, I he finally kind of looks like the guy before Devin Levi, right? Where it was a lot of the talk of their goaltending problems. It's fine. Just wait for UPL. Yep. Just wait for Uko Imagine if now finally kind of looks like that guy. Imagine if Eric Portillo was still here too. Could you That'd imagine? That'd be interesting. I mean, like, like that's the thing is like they for a time there, it was like, all right, you have a ton of young goalie prospects. Right. We all have high potential. UPL's potential kind of dropped because, number one, you saw him playing the NHL and it wasn't looking great. Even the AHL didn't look great. But it was also the double hip surgery. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. like there was a lot of like, ooh, this is not great. Now, I will say, though, with Levi, specifically because that's kind of where this topic started, I'm ecstatic to now kind of like watch how that goes. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because you're going to see him play pretty much every game. Well, he, okay. Maybe not well, that. And, but. and that's, that's the thing, though, too, is he's going to have to compete for a spot in Rochester. Mm-hmm. They have good goaltenders there as well. And I think uh, Seth Appert, the head coach of the Americans, kind of said that, too. He's like, we've got goaltenders we trust, essentially. Like, like right. we're, we're, we're happy with where we're at. Devin's got to earn his spot. I love that. And Levi continues to have almost the crazy person mentality because you even brought up the Calgary game, which he talked about on spit and chicklets. But I remember he let in those five goals, but they won in overtime. 
No. Or, or, no, it, they it, lost. It, they it, lost 5-4. It, it was a game they won in overtime or something like that, but he gave up like six goals and they won like 7-6 or something like that. It was last year. It was last year. Yeah. But he brought it up and he spoke to the media afterwards and he had like the, the biggest smile on his face. And he's like, yeah, like that was crazy. And I'm like, you let in six goals and like your third start, second start or whatever. Like you would think a young guy at 20 at the time, would, would, it would really bother him. Mm-hmm. And instead he's like, no, but I got like a save. But at the end of the game, that was yeah. like crucial and we won. But what's really interesting about him is how he how he trains and how he practices. Yep. Like he, he's he, so meticulous with everything he does. He does VR. Like he trains with a VR system and it works. Like I'm not surprised. You can't sit there and say, Oh well, okay, but it's not working. No, it's working. It look he looks great. I'm not surprised. So, I, I know you don't watch Formula One nearly as much as I do. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing in Formula One. Is right. is they the call it, they, they call it Sims. Yeah, they, yeah. They, you know it's but it's VR and right. you drive the track exactly as you are. It kind of isn't able to simulate the G forces, mm-hmm. but it's able to simulate basically everything else. And you know Max Verstappen and Lando Norris, two of the better drivers to end the year. Max, the last three years. Um, Talk about how important that is during the essentially off season, the winter break. How important that is for them to kind of number one drive the tracks because they don't get to drive those all the time. They're thousands of miles away a lot of the time, but also just kind of get comfortable with where they're able to go. I think it would be the same thing for a goalie who's trying to stop a, a you know a frozen puck traveling at too many miles per hour, at least eighty, yeah. and on the, on the it, low it, end. It is, it is able. I would make complete sense it 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 helps him kind of just kind of figure everything out and how it's going it makes complete sense to me right i i'm i'm really excited to see how it does how he does down there because like i said he's not gonna go in right away and just you know be the guy but he definitely has a chance to take over that net and if he does i i've been wrestling back and forth with this part of me wants to see how the Sabre season goes and how he does in the AHL, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I almost want to say just keep him down there for the rest of the year. I'm not against it. I'm I because I, I, I keep I've I been keep, fighting with that. I keep looking back and I I know it's two different people and it's a different time, but I look back at Ryan Miller. Mm-hmm. Ryan Miller, granted, there was a, a lockout in there, played 170 games in the AHL. He had 15 shutouts in that time, mm-hmm. and he had a record of 90, 60, and 91, 60, and 16. Oh wow! So I don't know. I, I'm 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 I know they're different people. It's a different time period. It's you know everything's a lot of things have changed. But look at what it did for him. Uh, but 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 to be perfectly honest with you, I would have told you to send De- Devin Levi down to Rochester to start the year if they'd made any goalie movie at all. A goalie move at all. Like if right. they traded Comrie and signed, I'm not just anybody, anyone that was kind of like all right, that's clearly the veteran, vet UPL. Levi's in Rochester. I would have told you to do that, or that would have been my opinion from the start, because mm-hmm. he's 21 years old, just coming from Northeastern. Yes, he was great in college, don't get me wrong, and, and to a certain point, he was historic. He was. He won two Mike Richter yeah. awards. No one's ever done that. Yeah. <laughs> but I still would have been like, but it's college to the NHL. Like We should maybe play this a little bit better. Right. I like what they did because Levi has a different mindset than many young athletes. I, I fully agree with that. He has confidence. But the best thing that happened to them was UPL took a, it took a step forward, and Levi did not come out of the gate on fire. Yeah. I think I think that might be the best thing long term at, at at least in net for the Sabres. Had he came in and won his first four games played, this is a different conversation. And had like a shutout in there and yeah. was letting in Not like, even. No, I'm just saying like, you know, you win against New York, New York, Tampa and Calgary. Like 
we're having a different conversation. Or even if you win two of those, he he lost three. Yeah, but I will so, tell I will tell you, I was ready to send him down. I, I can't remember the game. I remember the goal across ice, just a saucer pass down the ice, and he lets it in, but it doesn't count because they didn't have a good camera oh, angle on it. Yes, yeah. Uh, at that I was moment, at that one. I was I was literally like twenty rows away from that, and I was like, oh my god, what the, just happened? At that moment, I was like. I still believe in the future. And that was the not fourth now. game of the year, yeah. too. That I was, was, the I was like, I still believe in the future, not now. Yeah. And I think a lot of people were. I think a lot of us were. Mm-hmm. Before we take our next time out, let's grab a quick call here. We got Mike in Hamburg on the line. Mike, good morning. How are we doing today? Good. How are you guys? Doing very well. Okay. Uh, I'm going to bring up a point that we all have had issues with, but it's really starting to get bad. Mm -hmm. The officiating in the NFL, and it doesn't matter which team it is, is is, uh, it's ludicrous. It's outrageous. It's causing fans to not watch the games. They're unwatchable. Football right now in the NFL is unwatchable. Now, again, I'm a Bills fan, like you guys are. Uh, and we saw what happened in uh, in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and that was egregious. But also, when we played the Giants and we beat them, that was a pass interference. And when we played Tampa Bay, I know that, that was uh, you know they you know that was uh, a hail mary, but we actually grabbed the guy by mm-hmm. the back and pulled him away from the ball. Now, yeah, we probably would have lost the game had that been uh, flagged. But the reality is, the uh, I mean, even even the Philly game, if you remember watching the right tackle for Philadelphia at least five times, he left before the ball was snapped at least five times. Mm-hmm. And and now that's just Philly, but all of these games. You know, it's it's unwatchable. I've been watching football since 1969. I'm 61 years old. I don't even like it no more. (laughs) I don't even watch. I'll watch the Bills, but I don't watch any other games. And I used to sit there and listen to the pregame shows, and then I would start watching at 1, and then I would watch at 4, and then I would watch at 8. You know, uh, I'd watch all the games. Now I don't. I'm disgusted. I, I think the officiating stinks, and I think it has to do with Roger Goodell. He is a terrible, terrible commissioner. And I'll leave you with one more thing, and listen to this real quick. Mm-hmm. The only reason that the NFL stepped up because of concussions is because of one of their guys in the front office Dave Durison killed himself. That is the only reason that they actually looked into it. Had he not done that, we would still be dealing with all of the concussion issues. That is Roger Goodell. The only thing he's good for is marketing. But as far as everything else, he stinks. Yep, Mike, thanks for the call. I I want to get to your points real quick. We are late for a break here a little bit, but just – on, on that, I, look, the NFL's always been very slow to do basically anything. I don't disagree with that. I don't know if that's necessarily the 
the thing that pushed them over. I do know they were very slow to acknowledge concussions had long-term effects on anyone for decades. I do know that. I'll, I will not ignore that point. On penalties and, and officiating, officiating is bad, I think, across sports. I think it's just atrocious across sports. I think a lot of it, though, too, comes down to the games don't want to take six hours. And so while we could you know, slow everything down and have sky refs and stuff like that, they don't want to slow the game down. The problem is, though, there are certain penalties that are reviewable. There are certain ones that aren't. There are certain ones that just are egregious and don't get called. I, I, I know just going back to Sunday against Philadelphia, the horse collar on Allen, that turned into somehow a intentional grounding on Allen. It's ridiculous, but I think it's I think it's poor across sports. I mean, if you talk to soccer fans, they hate VAR. If you talk to NHL fans, officiating in that league is atrocious. And if you talk to basketball fans, stars get too many calls. I, I think officiating is just atrocious across sports because nobody wants to slow the games down to actually get the right calls. They just want to keep moving. Uh, with that being said, we do got to take a quick time out to get you over to Sabres Live coming up at the top of the hour. Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt filling in for Sal Capaccio and Joe DiBiase. You're listening to WGR. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.